With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Welcome to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baroudi on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you have any estate planning questions, you can call the studio right now at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. It feels really good to be back in the studio. <laughs> I was getting a little uh, stir-crazy doing the show from my house. Um, it's nice to be um, out and about and to be in the studio to take your calls and you guys are really lucky today because you get me for one full hour. Um, usually I'm on the air for 30 minutes. So this is the time to call in and get some free legal advice. So if you have a question that pertains to estate planning, trust, wills, power of attorneys, healthcare directives, or you have a family feud going on and you just want to get my opinion on it, you can call the studio again. The number is 1-800-222-5222. We have a lot in store for you today. I, I'm going to go over a lot. And if you have a pen and paper, take it out, take some notes. Um, I can't tell you uh, how much people usually pay me for this information, but I have the opportunity to share this knowledge with you every Saturday. Um, the reason the show is called Love, Death, and Money, it's based off of the Amazon bestseller book that I wrote and uh, it's specifically for women. Um, I get a lot of backlash from the gentleman asking me why I, I felt the need to write a legal guide for, for women. Um, again, the, the title is Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. And it's because over the last 10 years of being an attorney and having my own practice in Southern California, I have noticed that most of the women that were coming into my office kind of let their significant others run the show or the conversation. And they weren't very sure of where their finances were, how it was structured, how much they had, who their accountant was. And it's very intimidating to sit down with an attorney, especially talking about issues like finances and money and taxes and, and dying. Um, so I wanted to write an easy to understand guide on how women could protect themselves different stages of life. Now, men can also apply these stories. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter who's reading it, but it's specifically for women. And if you want to pick up a copy, you can visit Amazon.com and type in love, death and money. Now, if you've never listened to the program, I specialize in estate planning, making sure that my clients have the proper legal documents to protect themselves if they've become incapacitated or making sure that their estate is taken care of when they pass away and the government doesn't get involved. Because ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. Let me repeat that. If you don't have a plan, the government has one for you and you are not going to like that plan. Some of you are thinking, oh, I don't care. If I'm gone, let them fight over whatever I have. Who cares? It's not that simple. I don't think many of you know what really is at stake for those that you love 
and for your family when you are gone. Now, I want to share with you a story that's at the beginning of my book. This is a true case that I had to deal with. Um, it's, it's a bizarre case. Um, I had a client who called me and said, Nas, um, this gentleman passed away. He was a multimillionaire. He did not have his legal documents in order. And his estate now is in the hands of probate court, which is the court that handles your estate when you don't have the proper legal documentation. And he was my father and he didn't know. And I want to file a claim because I'm his child. (laughs) It was a really bizarre phone call. This gentleman leaves behind about $15 million. Uh, you know, to to say it politely, he was kind of a womanizer. <laughs> uh, my client's mother had a relationship with him and she was a minor at the time. And so when she got pregnant, she was scared to write his name on the birth certificate in fear that it would be, you know, an issue or legal problem for him. So she she wrote down a fake name on my client's birth certificate. So we had to go back into the family court change her birth certificate legally, and we had to do a blood test with a half-sibling to prove that this guy who had passed away was actually her father. Once we were able to change her birth certificate, then she had standing to file a claim in the probate court and literally get a percentage of this man's estate. So when I tell you, if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. I I just scared a lot of men, didn't I? (laughs) I just scared a lot of men. You know, women don't really have to worry about this, but you gentlemen do because you don't know. You could have like kids running around. (laughs) Um, So he didn't know. He didn't know that that was his child for many years. And so my client was able to prove it. And then she gets a big chunk. And many of you are thinking, oh, this is a great story. It ends really well for your client. Yeah, it does for my client, but not the person who passed away and their children with their spouse. Imagine some random person coming into your life and claiming your parent is actually, your father is actually their father. And since your father was stubborn and didn't want to get a trust or will, they have a claim to your father's estate. How, how mad and pissed would you be? So don't lie right now. So when I share this story with you, this stuff happens. And so my client walked away with several million dollars and that was the end of that. So again, when I say if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you, I want to tell you very specifically if you don't get these legal documents, what that plan is. So every state has something called interstate laws. Interstate is essentially when you pass away without a trust or will and the courts have decided how your stuff is going to get divided. So in California, if someone dies with a spouse but no children, parents or siblings, the spouse inherits everything, which is fine. If someone dies with children but no spouse, the children inherit everything. If someone dies with parents but no children, spouse, or siblings, the parents inherit everything. If someone dies with a spouse and children, the spouse inherits all community property. So community property is everything that you guys acquired during the marriage. California is a community property state. 
And the spouse also gets one third of separate property. So any property that you had just in your name or before marriage. And the children inherit two thirds of the separate property. If someone dies with spouse and a and parents, but no siblings, the spouse again inherits all community property and half of separate property, and the parents inherit the remaining separate property. If someone dies with a spouse and siblings, no parents, the spouse inherits again all community property, half of separate property, and then the siblings inherit all of the sep- the other half of the separate property. Now, those of you that are married and you don't get along with your in-laws or your brother-in-law or sister-in-law, imagine having to share half of your spouse's stuff with someone that you can't stand, your mother-in-law that has been berating you for your cooking and the way you've taken care of her son for all these years. How stressful could that possibly be? So again, it's so important to have a plan because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. Those of you that are wondering, well, what documents do I need? And what's so bad about just going through the court process? Well, let me let me share with you what's so bad about going through the court process. Number one, everything becomes public record. And we're going to get into the Larry King story in, 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 um, during the program. And I'll share with you why that can become an issue. Everything becomes public record. And when it becomes public record... That leaves it open for creditors to come put a claim on your assets. Number two, you have to go through the court process, and that's not fun. In California, on average, the probate court takes between six months and two years. But now, add a pandemic to the situation, and we were already backlogged in cases. Now you're looking at easy two to three years. Good luck with that. So it's time consuming. And then to add insult to injury, the court and the attorneys will take a percentage of your estate. When I say your estate, I mean everything that you own. So not only does everything become public record and then people come out of the woodwork trying to claim something, then you have to go through the court process and then you have to pay a fee to have some complete stranger handle your loved one's estate. That's why I keep saying, if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. So it's time to get your affairs in order. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baroudi, and we're talking about the importance of getting an estate plan. And if you have a legal question and you want to ask me on the air, you can call the studio at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. Now, to book an appointment with me, you can visit my website, baroutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what legal documents you need to protect yourself. Stay tuned. Welcome back. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question and you want to ask me on the air, the number to the studio is 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. Now, really take advantage of this time to just call an attorney to ask free legal advice. You know, I'm always so impressed by 
KABC's lineup, not only during the, the middle of the week, but on the weekends. I mean, they provide great programming and I've been doing this for many years now and I can't imagine spending my Saturday evenings any other way. Now, if you want to make an appointment with me and you need to get your legal affairs in order, you can visit my website at barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. If you are driving right now and can't write down the website, you can always visit the KABC website under weekend programming. All my information is there. Now, before the break, we were talking about the importance of having a plan, because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. And trust me, you do not want to go through that process. Now, for those of you that are wondering, okay, well, what legal documents do I need? Because I've heard so many different opinions about one person tells me a will, one person tells me a revocable trust, one person says I don't need anything because my estate is under a million dollars. I am so confused. Okay. When you feel overwhelmed and confused, it's because you are getting the wrong information. Now, if you are asking family members, I am pretty sure if you had a heart condition, you would not go to your Uncle Ted to ask for advice. It's the same thing when it comes to the legal world. You have to go to a professional to guide you and help you through the process. Now, I don't mean just any attorney. Now, if you have a heart problem, you're not going to your OBGYN, I hope. So it's the same thing if you have estate planning concerns. Don't go to an immigration attorney or don't go to a personal injury attorney. Go to an estate planning attorney that is experienced in that field. The legal documents that you will need nine out of ten times, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give them to you, write them down. One is a revocable trust. Two is a pour over will. And by pour over, I mean like when you pour a glass of water, you pour water into a glass. That's what I mean by pour. Pour over will. You need a durable power of attorney for your financial needs. And then a medical directive. These are really, really important documents. Now, if you think that you already have a plan, I want you to go look at your paperwork if you can even find it. And check to see if you have these documents, a revocable trust, a pour over will, a durable power of attorney, and a healthcare directive, medical directive. These are the important documents that you need. Now, the revocable trust is one of the most crucial documents you can think of. And I'll tell you why. It's because it allows you to control from the grave. That's right. You can choose how your estate, your stuff gets divided when you are gone. That's why I like to say controlling from the grave. You can put restrictions. Now, we're going to get to the restrictions in a minute, but we have a caller and I'm going to answer the call. But if you have a question and you want to ask me on the air, you can call 1-800-222-5222, one 800 5222 Okay, we got Bob from Huntington Beach. Hi, Bob. You're on the air with Nas Baruti. What's your question? Nas, um, my question is the law recently changed, as I understand, when uh, you pass on, let's say, residential property from parent to child. Now, parent is the child does not get the benefit of the lower taxes. Could you could you clarify that point? 
Sure. Is that your only question, Bob? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna answer and then you you can listen. Um, I'm gonna drop the call unless you have more questions. Um, I'm sure I can think of more questions, but go ahead. Okay, uh, I'm gonna put you on is- hold then. Let me put you on hold. Let me answer it and then um, we'll we'll see if you have any more questions. Okay, so Prop 19 passed, and unfortunately, what happened is many uh, Californians were not aware of what they were voting for. So before Prop 19, what essentially the law had stated was that if you are a parent and you are transferring property to a child or you pass away and you transfer property to a child, that child is going to take on the existing property tax bill that you have. It would would stay exactly the same. So usually property tax goes up every year 2%. So as you can imagine, specifically in Los Angeles, there are many, many people that have had properties since like the 50s and 60s, and it's just been transferring over to generations, and the property tax has stayed pretty like stable, consistent. And that's for as many properties, so even commercial buildings. But with Prop 19, what happens now is that if you are transferring a property to a child or you pass away and transfer a property to a child, the property tax will stay the same if that child uses your primary residence as their primary residence as well. So it forces that child to take on that property and not use it to rent out and take advantage of that property tax. If they don't, then it's going to reassess. But this is for the primary residence. So if you have more than one property, so you have a rental property or you have a commercial building, it is going to reassess at the time of death. So that can incur like heavy, heavy property taxes. Did that answer your question, Bob? It it definitely did answer it. The follow-up would be what are, if any, steps should be taken to uh, try and protect the asset without that. Is that a possibility or? It was before the enactment. So we got really slammed before that because what happened was parents were gifting the property out of their name before Prop 19. So it gave you some time to do that. It, it's 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 too late now because it's, it's fully in effect. It happened mid-February. I think it was February 15th. So a lot of people were gifting it. They were filing gift tax returns and taking it out of their name. Um, I, I have concerns about that too, but unfortunately there's there's nothing you can really do now. Um, and, and the issue becomes if there's an outstanding loan on the property, you have to get lender approval, whoever issued your mortgage, to be able to legally transfer title to a third party because they gave you the loan. So that creates also loan issues and accelerate. There's usually an acceleration clause in your loan agreement, which says that if you transfer the title to a third party, they can call your loan. So whatever the balance of the loan is, they can ask you to pay it back within 30 days. So I hope that answered your question, Bob. Um, sorry to sorry to give you the bad news, um, but that's what's going on with Prop 19. So. For those of you that didn't take advantage of the the law before Prop 19, that's the issue now and um, can't really do much about it. Sorry. They may change the laws. I don't know. We'll see. This is why it's so important for you as a voter to read what you're voting for. (laughs) 
If you're just tuning in or you're listening to Love, Death, and Money, I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question, you can call me on the air at 1-800-222-5222, 1-800-222-5222. Now, we're talking about the important documents you need to protect yourself because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. And one of the most important documents is that revocable trust, which allows you to control from the grave and put restrictions on how your stuff gets divided. And when I mean restrictions, I mean anything and everything you can probably think of. This specifically is a big, you know, um, positive like aspect of a revocable trust specifically for parents that kind of want to control how their kids use money. So you can put age limit requirements. You can put requirements that your children have to go to college. I have seen restrictions on what religion they marry into, uh, drug testing, alcohol testing, if they have a gambling problem, you name it, I've seen it. And this is extremely essential for those of you that have minor children, because as you may know, if you are a minor under 18 years old, you cannot hold property in your name. You can't transfer a real estate to a 10-year-old. So you have to tra- you have to have that trust, hold that asset for when that minor child becomes an adult or when you say so. So the revocable trust is really, really important. The second document that's really important is that pour over will. This is especially important, again, for those of you that have minor children because the will allows you to name a guardian for your minor children. When I say guardian, that is the person who is going to be taking care of your child. They step into your shoes as if they were the parent. They choose where that child goes to school, what doctor that child sees, who they get to talk to, who they don't get to talk to. The same rights that you would have as a parent, the guardian would have. Without this document, the court would essentially decide who the guardian will be. Now, this is a hot button for a lot of parents. This is when I make them cry in my office, unfortunately, because they don't want to think about the day that they're not around to see their kids grow up. But unfortunately, when it's your time to go, it's your time to go. Death is not going to hold back from you because you have minor children. Unfortunately, I know that's really sad, but that's one thing we learned from the pandemic. I, I saw so many young people just pass in a blink of an eye. So it's important for you to get these documents and affair, your affairs in order, specifically if you are a parent. So if you need to make an appointment and get these legal documents that I've been talking about, visit barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I-Law.com, and you can book an appointment with me. All my information is on there. I'm doing most of my appointments via Zoom, so no complaining about having to drive around. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KBC. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question and you want to ask it on air, you can call the station at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. Before the break, we had a great question. A caller asked, what is this Prop 19 and, and how is this going to affect my property tax? So um, if you haven't heard about Prop 19, essentially, if you are... Uh, transferring over any real estate to a child, the property tax will increase unless that child uses your primary residence as their primary residence. 
and this is only for your primary residence. So if you have more than one property and you're transferring it over, it is going to reassess the property for the current market value at your death. So please make sure that you read these propositions before you just vote yes or no. Uh, we were also talking about the important documents you need to make sure that you protect yourself, you protect your family if you become incapacitated or when you pass away. And we were going through the revocable trust, the pour over will. Now, the two other documents that I stated uh, was the durable power of attorney and the medical directive. These essentially are documents when you become incapacitated. And when I say incapacitated, I mean, if you are in a coma, you get Alzheimer's, you become disabled, you can't use your hand. Uh, you will select someone to step into your shoes financially and medically to make decisions for you. This is really, really important. So a lot of people think estate planning is only for when you pass away, but it's also for when you're alive and you're incapacitated. This is really important to have if you're over the age of 18. You don't need to have millions of dollars to be <laughs> to have these documents. I've seen you know, a lot of couples struggle when someone gets into a car accident, for example, and they need to sell a property, but there's two names on the document, on the deed, and one person's in a coma. You can't do anything unless you get a court order to be able to sign on behalf of somebody else. So it's not enough to just have a revocable trust or a will. You also need a financial power of attorney and a medical power of attorney. So please make sure that you get one. So we have another question from a listener. Um, we got Tim from Orange County. You're on the air with Nas Baruti. What's your question? Hi, thank you for taking the call. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I had a, a revocable trust done about three years ago, and it had you know the whole medical thing, the whole the whole thing, and um, I I guess the question is. Do I need to do another one to cancel out the first one? And let me just explain. The first that guy that did the that trust, um, he also tried to do my divorce, and he screwed it up royally. And now I, I you know, I found out that he's not as good of a guy as I thought he was. Tim, you left and me so, a message before, haven't you? Did you call? I my, have. That's yes, correct. I remember you. Okay, go on. <laughs> wow, good good memory. That was a while back. <laughs> okay, go. On. All right, go on. So, um, so I found out that he's not as good of a guy as I thought he was, and um, he really messed up, you know, my divorce and everything. Mm -hmm. So, um, but now he's still a part of the revocable trust that I hired him for in the beginning of the divorce process. My question is, do I need to get a new? revocable trust or just not use that revocable trust and just try to do something new. So what do you mean that he's that part part of that revocable trust? Did he put himself as, you know, the trustee after you? No, I mean, I, I put it as my name um, and and then at the end, um, living trust, I think it is. Um, and what I mean by that is that. So, you know, he dropped my case twice. <laughs> And really uh, made me spend a lot more money than I needed to. And, and it was a really bad experience. And she says, I still owe him money for the divorce. But I think uh, if, if, if I have to talk to this guy at some point, or my family does, about, or my kids do about you know, my death, um, 
you don't want yeah you don't want you don't want them to get taken advantage of so what i would do is if you have if you can scan a copy to my office we can we can review it so you may not so so essentially when you do a trust your family doesn't have to go back to that original attorney to handle any administrative work if you were to pass away essentially it's the person who you've selected to be the manager or the successor trustee after you that gets to decide what attorney um, they work with, unless that uh, your divorce attorney put in a clause to have himself somehow be involved. But we can definitely review that. And if everything looks good, you can keep that same document. You don't necessarily have to start over. So if you have a copy and you can Mm -hmm. somehow send it to my office... Um, I can take a look at it. Let me actually, I'm going to write down your number um, and I'll call you on Monday and we can talk about it more. That would be great. And just to let you know too, um, I know you probably want to get to the next call, but um, I have one other question if I could slip it in. Go ahead. Um, So after my divorce, only two people I have left in my family are my two kids, 24 and 21. And I have a good friend who I've also included as a beneficiary. Uh, to a you know, very level-headed engineer type guy that ha- handle my business for my kids. So, or with my kids, um, I want to buy a house um, again someday. And I want my kids to be able to, to inherit the house. Uh, is it enough to just put that in a will? No, and say, no, 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 no. Okay. So when you buy a, a, a property, real estate, uh, mm-hmm. When you open escrow, they're going to ask you, how do you want to hold title? So you're going to hold title, you know, Tim, an unmarried man. I don't know your last name. Don't say your last name on the air. But you, when you have a trust, you can give them the name of your trust and you can hold title in the trust. If you buy property and you don't transfer it into a trust, it basically will go through probate again. So it, mm. it's important that the title of the asset is in the trust or, again, the court is going to have to get involved. So okay. for those of you listening right now, if you have real estate and someone told you just do a will and that's fine, that property is still going to go through probate. So it's important that you you have to think about a trust as a piggy bank and you mm-hmm. hold the key to that piggy bank and you can open it anytime you want and keep adding stuff like real estate, bank accounts, retirement accounts, life insurance, and you are the only one that has that key, but you've left behind instructions that if you were to pass, who's going to have access to the key and how the contents of that piggy bank are going to be divided so the court does not get involved. Does that make sense? Yeah, that reminds me of the, of the I do have life insurance for my kids. Um, and if something were to happen to me, um, wouldn't they just, uh, according to the life insurance terms, wouldn't they, as beneficiaries, just inherit that, Yes. Insurance if your kids are work. if your kids are not minors, yes. But for those of you that are listening and you put your children and your children are minors and you pass away when the when that child is still a minor, the insurance company has to hold on to it until there is a court order of who is going to administer that and, and take over for that minor child. So, you know, it, it, it just depends on that beneficiary. And also, if you wanted to control what your children use the insurance funds for, if you just put their individual name, they can do whatever they want with it. But if you transfer it into the trust, you can put very specific instructions, again, controlling from the grave of what that insurance money is used for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I look forward to hearing from yes, you. I'll call uh, you FYI, on Monday. FYI, that attorney never sent me the copy of the actual 
uh, Will or the trash. So they so have the original? I, um, I, to be honest with you, I was at such a me- messed up emotional state uh, when this whole thing took place. I, I, I don't know. I know I have part of it. Uh, but I don't know if that's enough. We'll just we'll we'll talk on Monday. Send me what you have. But typically they should give you the original documents and keep a copy. I don't like when attorneys keep the original. Yeah, it was difficult to even figure out how he was going to send me the original. He <laughs> said, I'll just send you a digital copy. And I was like, well, I never got it. Yeah, well, we'll figure it out on Monday. Thanks for calling, Tim. Okay. Wow. I It's so crazy how I remember specific callers. But... That was a great example of how important it is to get your affairs in order. And I know a lot of people are thinking, well, I have a will and I own property and and that's enough. I don't need anything else. But like I just told Tim, if you have real estate, it's really, really, really important that the title of that property is actually transferred into a trust because without the trust, your property is going to go through probate. And I don't, I can't tell you how many calls I get throughout the week where listeners are telling me, oh, I just have a will. That's enough. I don't, I, you know, I'm not a multimillionaire. I don't, I don't need anything else. Wrong, wrong. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790 KABC. If you'd like to make an appointment with me and get your affairs in order, your trust, will, power of attorney, healthcare directive, you can visit my website, BarutiLaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I Law.com. Or you can call my office directly, 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. And you can find me on all social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm on all of it. And sometimes I put up some uh, great videos about estate planning. So check me out on there. And if you'd like to get a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself. Honestly, I should be I am actually writing a book for men now because, you know, unfortunately, I get a lot of it's so ironic. Like I wrote a book for women, but most of my clients are men. I don't know how that happened. But um, if you want to get a copy of the book, you can visit Amazon.com, type in Love, Death, and Money. The next book I'm working on is going to be a book just for men. I, I, I felt so bad the last couple of years for singling you guys out. Um, and I get so many emails <laughs> from very uh, wordy <laughs> listeners about why they think I decided to write a book for women. And I promise you it's not because I'm a man hater. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how many emails I get or messages I get <laughs> because of that. It truly is because I think that Women actually sometimes lack the information that they need when it comes to finances and their partners take over that discussion. And because women outlive men, I think it is crucial that they have some understanding of how finances work. Okay, that's that's why I wrote the book. So don't shoot the messenger. I'm just giving you the facts. <laughs> if you are if you want to make an appointment with me, again, the website is barutilaw.com, B-A-R-O-U-T-I-Law.com. And the direct line to my office is 424-465-9003, 424-465-9003. Now, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about the Larry King case. And this is going to be a huge eye-opener for many of you. Stay tuned. 
Welcome back to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Nas Baruti on Talk Radio 790K ABC. If you have a legal question that you would like to ask me on air, please call the station at 1-800-222-5222. 1-800-222-5222. Now, I want to get into the Larry King case because it's just, it's so bizarre to me that always, it's always these celebrities who have so much money and they don't get proper plans. I am bewildered by that. And some of the excuses that many of you have when it comes to not getting the proper legal documents, estate planning documents, is you always say, I, I'm not rich enough, Nas. I, I don't have enough money. But if you have $150,000 or more, you should have these documents in place. And many of you say, well, I have property, but I have a huge mortgage. I have hardly any equity in it. You still need a plan. Get a plan. If you don't have a plan, the government has one for you. And Larry King's family is going to see what's going to happen because he didn't properly plan. And some of you may argue with me and say, no, he did plan. But let, let's go over it. So they find... A handwritten will that's dated October 17th, 2019. And Larry says in that handwritten will, everything to my kids equally. He has five kids. And there's a lot of grammatical errors. Fine. <laughs> and then there's an area where it says 20% to my kids, but it's crossed out. And it says 100% to my kids. And it's signed two months after he filed divorce from his seventh wife, Sean King. Jeez, man, seven, dude, you know, I give him props for trying. The fact that he, he must have been, you know, a romantic at heart to try seven times. I would just be like, dude, just live with me. Why go through the process of getting married, divorce, getting married, divorce, getting married, divorce, getting a prenup, paying the lawyers? I mean... Wow. Okay. So he, he really believed in love and marriage. His seventh wife, Sean King, he had separated from, and he signed this handwritten will before the deaths of his two kids. One of his kids had a heart attack. The other one got lung cancer. And so Larry's eldest son nominated himself to serve as the administrator of the will, because remember what I told you at the beginning of the show, if you have just a will, it still goes through the probate process. But now, his estranged wife, technically she's still his wife, is contesting the handwritten will. And she's turning to her postnuptial agreement she signed with him. A postnuptial is a document after you're married that you sign that if you were to divorce, how your estate would get divided. And if you sign one of these before marriage, it's a prenup. And so she's saying that in this postnuptial, it disallowed him to make any gifts of his estate to his kids. And she's claiming he was not in the right mental capacity in 2019 because he was in and out of the hospital to sign this handwritten will or to even make it out. How many of you think the eldest kid just crossed out 20% <laughs> to my kids and then just put 100 he was like, forget it, dude. We'll just like, we'll, we'll let the courts decide. He's already estranged from his wife. How is Sean ever going to prove otherwise? This is going to be, let me tell you who the big winner is going to be. The lawyers. 
Nobody else, the lawyers. So when I keep telling you, get a plan, because if you don't have a plan, the government has one for you, it's not because I'm trying to sell you something. I actually prefer when you don't get a plan because attorneys make more money when we go through the probate process. We can take a big chunk of your estate. So that's why it baffles me that these celebrities who have so much money at their, their disposal, they have the best attorneys, they don't get a plan. I, I, I don't understand it. And the excuse that I hear a lot from clients is, well, I own everything in joint name with, with my spouse. I don't need it. What happens if both of you go at once? You get into a car accident. Then others of you say, I don't have that much money. Again, I told you, well, if you have $150,000 or more, it doesn't have to be liquid. You should get one. Then some of you tell me, I don't have kids. More of a reason to get one. <laughs> so you can decide who it goes to. You can leave it to a charity. You could leave it to a friend. And many of you tell me, I don't have time, which is an excuse Because I see all of you men with your March Madness and your like football, like, I don't know, the draft picks or whatever. I don't even know what it is that you guys do. You guys spend hours and hours on that stuff or women on with your Bravo and your Instagram and your pictures like you. You all have time. And now with the pandemic, it's become so easy. You can literally just hop on a Zoom and talk to me and we can get your affairs in order. And then many of you say it's too expensive. Well, I have a KABC special, but if you have to call to get what that special includes, and I know how much some of you spend on these iPhones, and I think every week there's like a new iPhone that comes out. Apple is really trying to bankrupt like Americans, truly, because you guys will literally go pay $1,000 for an iPhone because it takes a picture at another pixel than your last one. It, like, it's just bizarre, dude. Like, The fact that you guys spend so much money on a cell phone, but you don't want to insure your own life and get your documents in order, and you would rather your family go through the court process and try to figure out where you had assets, where are your bank accounts, who do you want your stuff to go to, don't do that. Don't be a Larry King. (laughs) That that case is going to drag on for a while. I don't think anyone's going to get anything for a while. And it could have been so simple. And I have to tell you, there are certain firms that will go unmentioned who only will draft wills because they want their client's estate to go through the probate court because that's how they make money. But y'all won't know it until I get on the air every Saturday and I say, don't do that. (laughs) I'm trying to save you thousands and thousands of dollars and also heartache and stress for your family. So it's up to you now with the information that I shared with you to take the next steps to get your affairs in order. We talked about the legal documents that you need, a revocable trust, a pour over will, a durable power of attorney, and a medical directive. These are crucial documents that you need. So if you wanna make an appointment, you wanna get your stuff in order, you've been putting it off for too long, You can call my office, Attorney Nas Baruti. The number is 424-465-9003, Or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I-Law.com. 
Again, the number is 424-465-9003. Now, some of you listening already have the documents that I talked about and you've written them many, many years ago. You don't even know who you selected as beneficiary. Maybe your children were minors back then. Now they're adults. And maybe when you wrote everything, you were married and now you're divorced or people that you've selected to be the executors and guardians for your children are deceased. It is time to do a little makeover to that plan. You don't necessarily have to go back to the same attorney. You can definitely bring those documents to our office. We can take a look at them, see what's missing, what you need to add. Or if you have new assets and you came into a lot of money and you didn't have a lot of money when you wrote your trust, let's take a look at it. Let's see if all of your accounts are properly transferred. If you refinanced and you had a trust and because of refinancing purposes, your title of your house was taken out of the trust and you never put it back in. Let's take a look at the last recorded deed on your property. These are things that can save you and your family so much time and so much heartbreak to not have to go through the courts, please. The last thing you want to do is have your family go through probate court. It is time consuming. It is expensive and it and everything becomes public record. And I can guarantee you people will come out of the woodwork Creditors will come try to get a percentage of your estate and your family is just going to be torn apart when you could have taken the time, spent one hour of your time meeting with me via Zoom in the comfort of your own house and getting your affairs in order. It's that simple. Having this information and not implementing it, that's on you. If you don't have that information, I get it. I can see why people get caught up. But if you're listening right now and you're getting all this free advice and you know that you fall in the categories that I talked about of why you need to get a plan, it's time to take the next step. And I can only help you if you call me. So if you want to make an appointment with me, Attorney Nas Baruti, the number is 424-465-9003, or you can visit my website, barutilaw.com. That's B-A-R-O-U-T-I law.com. The number again is 424-465-9003. If you're driving and can't write down the number, you can always visit the KABC website under weekend programming. All my information is on there. And if you want to pick up a copy of my book, Love, Death, and Money, A Woman's Guide to Legally Protecting Yourself, go to amazon.com and type in Love, Death, and Money. Now, Usually my appointments are about 45 minutes to an hour. We can do it through Zoom. You don't have to drive to come to an office. We can uh, just set up a time throughout the week. And I'm pretty flexible on my time. I know some of you guys work during like the nine to five hour and you need something in the evening, which is fine, or on the weekends. I am here to serve and make sure that your family is protected. But the only way I can help you is if you make that call and set up a time with my office And let's get your affairs in order. Let's get your revocable trust. Let's get a pour over will, will, a durable power of attorney, and a medical directive. It's time that you took control over your life. Again, the number to make an appointment with me, Attorney Naz Baruti, is 424-465-9003. You're listening to Love, Death, and Money. I'm your host, Attorney Naz Baruti, on Talk Radio 790 KABC.